Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CE curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. This is CME on ReachMD. I'm Pam Taub. I'm a non-invasive cardiologist at UC San Diego. And here with me today is Dr. Stephen Yakabov. Stephen, could you give us an overview on the importance of valve performance in transcatheter aortic valve replacement and what the non-invasive cardiologist should know about their role in managing these patients post-TABR? Thanks, Pam. Thanks for having me today. Valve performance is the most lingering question now once the TABR valve is placed. And we break down valve performance into bioprosthetic valve dysfunction. And those definitions include, does the valve fail at a certain period of time? Do you need to replace the valve? Is there patient prosthesis mismatch? Is there PVL? And is there thrombosis or endocarditis of the valve? So there's several components of the bioprosthetic valve dysfunction definition. Here's what we know. We know that valve performance dictates how important it is for the patient to feel. So if you're able to lower the gradient and the valve lasts, the patients feel better. And we've done several studies that kind of spells out what valve performance long-term means to the patient and how durable the valve is. So speaking of valve durability, that was one of the things we worried about when TAVR was first introduced. But there is some reassuring data about the longevity of these valves. Can you review some of that data? Absolutely. So Dan O'Hare was the first one to publish data on valve durability. He looked at the core valve, superannular valve versus surgery out of the core valve clinical trials. And at five years, it appears as if core valve had less bioprosthetic valve dysfunction compared to surgery. That's better hemodynamic performance, less changes in gradients in the TAVR valve. That was followed up by a clinical trial that I presented where we looked at all of the definitions of bioprosthetic valve dysfunction, and that included patient prosthesis mismatch, of which there is more patient prosthesis mismatch with surgery compared to a superannular valve. Thrombosis and endocarditis are identical between surgical valves and TAVR valves, but there is a greater chance of an increase in gradient of greater than 10 from the baseline to any point in measurement by echo, and a greater chance of a 20 millimeter gradient or greater on echocardiography with a surgical valve compared to core valve at five years. The final caveat was the Notion trial, which is a European trial at a low-risk and intermediate-risk patients, which is now out to 10 years, showing that the need to replace either the TAVR valve or the surgical valve at 10 years is identical. That's reassuring for the patients. They know that the chances of them needing to have a valve replaced within 10 years is low. It's less than 20%. And this gives us an opportunity for our non-invasive colleagues to follow the valves carefully with echocardiography, monitor the gradients, monitor the patients for PVL, and make appropriate medication adjustments. No, this data is very reassuring, and we know from a patient perspective, the patient preference is always for a non-invasive procedure versus surgical valve replacement, and this data is very reassuring 
that these valves have good longevity. I was impressed by the Notion trial. And one of the things that I saw in the Notion trial is the Tabra valves actually have some better hemodynamic performance than a surgical valve, which I was a little surprised about. Yeah, I think that when the valve is superannular, you have a much better chance of having better gradients. And it looks like that superannular position in the frame design allows for better hemodynamic performance long-term. And it's that hemodynamic performance that makes the patients feel better. So I think some of the takeaway messages from our discussions are that TABR valves are durable and we have some great long-term data on their performance. Any takeaway points that you want to emphasize? No, I agree with that. We just need more longer-term data to reassure everyone that TAVR is a procedure that will be long-lasting, hopefully longer-lasting than even our surgical procedures. And I think that would be very comforting for both operators and patients. Well, this has been a great bite-sized discussion. Thank you for joining us. You have been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is provided by Medtelligence and is part of our Minute CE curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash medtelligence. Thank you for listening.